Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. All right, and welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are going to be doing a one-shot. I'm excited for this one-shot. This is a system I feel like we talk about a lot, but we haven't had a chance to play it yet. We're going to be running a Fate one-shot, Fate Accelerated. My name is Jordan, if I haven't said that already, and I'm going to be the Game Master. Hello, this is Johnny, and I'm Johnny. This is Jeremy. This is Jeff. My name is Aaron. And we have not yet figured out who the characters are in this story. So I'm going to go ahead and walk you all through the character creation process. It's not going to be terribly hard, I don't think. Of course, we will find out. The setting for this game is actually a small town in Tennessee in the 1970s. The name of the town is Pine Grove, Tennessee. Where's Pine Grove? Pine Grove is fictional. Tennessee. But it's in Tennessee. Right, but there's a lot of Tennessee. There's like yeah. mountains, Tennessee. There's like It's in a more mountainous area. So eastern Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. It is based on a real place, but I changed the name. Is this based on real events? It is based off of real experiences to a certain degree. The Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm George. <laughs> so one of the one of the things about fate that is different from other games is that the character sheet is based around these things called aspects and you have one a high concept aspect which is basically an overall statement of your character it's a word phrase or sentence that describes something centrally important to your character it could be a motto that your character lives by it could be a personality quirk it could be a description of a relationship you have with another character an important possession or a bit of equipment your character has or any other part of your character that is vitally important. Just so you know, we're going to at least have three aspects that I can think of because we're going to try and keep this short. Sometimes it can be a little harder to think of other aspects uh, beyond those threes. But we're going to have our high concept, which is who your character is. Then you're going to have your trouble, trouble aspect, which is something that is going to get you into trouble. And then one more thing in, in your aspect. To go ahead and develop those, though, I'll go ahead and pass out some index cards for writing purposes. We're going to go ahead and do our, our famous questions uh, for personality. Your stream of consciousness personality prompts. So, 1970s, you all are going to be high school students in eastern Tennessee. Jeremy, mm -hmm. tomorrow I am going to dot, dot, dot. Hunt. You're going to go hunting. That's what I was going to say. All right, that was fast. Jeff, Yeah. my last thought before I fall asleep is 
You know, which girl should I ask out? Okay. Hmm. Aaron, if I would tell the truth, the consequence would be... I wouldn't get to play in the big game on Saturday. Johnny. Yeah. The place I go when I don't want anybody to find me is... Down the creek. Jeremy. Mm -hmm. The biggest shock of my life was when... When did Elvis die? Before that. Um, when Elvis died. <laughs> when John Lennon died. Elvis is still alive at this point. Oh, okay. And so is John Lennon. Wow. <laughs> there was only three years difference between their deaths. When my older brother was in a car accident. Jeff? Mm -hmm. My childhood dream was... Doctor. He wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Aaron, when I look in the mirror, I see... My dad. Johnny, the answer to the problem that I've been avoiding is... The answer to the problem I've been avoiding... Murder. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That sounds like a great trouble aspect. <laughs> Jeremy, the reason I am in this situation is because... I feel the need to follow in my brother's footsteps. Jeff, the person I hate the most is... The nerdy girl that has a crush on me. Hate the most? Yes. Wow. Wow, but you want to ask girls out, and this girl has a crush on you, and you hate her? Because she's nerdy? Yes. We are in high school. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> okay. We are in high school. Aaron, I would be crushed if anyone knew that. Oh. I would be crushed if anybody knew that I'm a fake. Fair enough. I'm a fraud. That's, let's go with fraud instead. The message I got from my mother is... Obey your Paul. It sounds like... And the message you got from your Willis father Masters. is... <laughs> it sounds like Willis Masters right there. <laughs> the message I got from my father was... You got that question for Willis Masters. Did I? Yes. <laughs> Take care of your chores and don't, don't trust them over there. Don't trust them over there. No, them over theirs. Them over theirs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think you each have three. three things in front of you. So I think that's a good starting point for building a character, unless anybody feels like they want more questions, more prompts. Can I change it from nerdy to no. annoying? No. No? Okay. If you want to, you can. You can do whatever you want. But I, I think nerdy and annoying are probably synonyms in high school. No. no. I mean, like, you find people... You find oh, my people. gosh, no. But in the 70s, maybe. Maybe. So, Aaron, I'm going to use you as the example walking through this. I'm used to being used as an example. So, what what is your overall idea for your character? A jock on steroids. Okay. Um... Whose dad actually helps him get his steroids. Oh, actual steroids. Oh, yeah, actual steroids. 
<laughs> not just like a jock on steroids as like your uber jock. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 like, no, no, like literally, I'm a jock. I want to do well. My dad knows that I want to do well. My dad's super supportive of that, and so supportive that he helps me buy steroids. Okay, that is messed up. <laughs> it was the seventies. That's true. All the bodybuilders were on steroids in the seventies, so yeah. All right, so your high concept is probably going to be centered around your athletic prowess. Yes. So yeah. how would you describe yourself? Instead of just saying, I'm a jock, how would you expand on that? Like, what, what is your sport of choice? Baseball, uh, basketball, football? football? Football, something. And I'm actually center. So you're a big boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, but not like... As in, I can move a lot of weight. I... The name of the school is Mont Clark High School. Go Hawks! I tend to. You know, I'm, a, I'm a good football player. Okay. I, I'm, I'm big. I'm like starting center for the, for the Montclair Hawks would be a perfect aspect for you. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and put that down as your high concept. And what's your character's name, by the way? George. George. You have a last name for George? Not yet. All right. So let's go ahead and talk to Johnny. Eugene. Eugene? Your name is Eugene? Yep. Eugene Fields. Fields. And what, what is your general idea for, for Eugene? <sighs> Hillbilly. Hillbilly. <laughs> we saw that coming. <laughs> really? <laughs> so how would you translate Hillbilly into a high concept? I thought that was a high concept. <laughs> <laughs> for Hillbilly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain folk. <laughs> Alright, so how did you all wind up in the... Um... Oh, I'm in school because that government man, maybe. So so maybe something along the lines of like Hillbilly and Proud of It? Or... Oh yeah. So Okay. Very that, much. That, that, that could be a good high aspect. Jeremy, what's your character's name? Silas Thompson. Silas Thompson. What is your, what is your overall feeling for Silas? He's, I would say, semi-popular in school just because he doesn't fit in with any of the cliques. He is his own. He's the everyman that everybody likes. Yeah, and he's got his reputation from sort of being on everybody's side, looking out for everybody, and not always in the nicest way, though. Like, if somebody's getting picked on, he will mess somebody up just because... Making an example of you shouldn't be picking on people. Gotcha. Which is sort of what his brother was like as well. So how are you going to boil that down to a high concept? Something like along the lines of maybe um, looking out for the little guy? Yeah. Looking out for the little guy. Okay. Barry Graves? Yeah. Barnaby Graves? Barnaby Barry Graves. So, Barry, tell me about yourself. I'm the cool kid at school. Sure you are. Think of the Fonz, only less hokey. <laughs> so less no cool. sharks that are being yeah. waterboarded or waterboarded, water skied <laughs> over. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm the guy that picks on the little guy when You're he's not, not around. So when Silas isn't around, I'm the guy that picks on... So you might uh, shove some kids into lockers, administer a, 
a swirly or two. Silence sounds more like fonts to me. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> you know, knock books out of people's hands when I pass them in the hall. Uh, oh, you're Biff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more like Biff. <laughs> Except more popular. Oh, Biff was pretty popular. He was pretty popular. All right. What's your high concept there? Obnoxious and most liked? Obnoxiously popular. <laughs> <laughs> Prom king. Prom king? All right. So your life is pretty much high school dude. That, yeah. That's that's where you are. Like the, the That's why it's which girl should I ask out. Yes. Gotcha. Because they all want me. Who wouldn't? Exactly. I mean, look at this. Exactly. Just out of curiosity, what's your what's on your letter jacket? Captain. <laughs> For which sport? <laughs> football. Okay. Well, right. I was just say football, baseball, both. <laughs> All right. Uh, but golf. So we're back to George. <laughs> All right. What about George? Let's talk about your trouble. Okay. Uh, your trouble. You got a roid problem. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Because I, I have a feeling that getting the greenies is easier in the 1970s than it would be today. So yeah, so I would say, yeah, easily triggered. You know, your typical roid rage. I have a bit of an ego because of that. I'm one of the ten people that knows how to calm them down. And yeah. that's a lot of people. Most that's of them are dead. Most of them are on the football team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eight guys on the football team and his dad and you. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anger problems. Yeah. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Uh, Hulk. Just write down Hulk. <laughs> Hulk. No, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm always angry. Anger problems. Yeah. Anger management. Anger management is not your forte. Johnny! <sighs> out for revenge. You're out for revenge. That's, that's your my trouble aspect. That's your trouble. Why are you out for revenge? I'm out for revenge because they killed my grandpa. Who's they? The mines. The government. Did I tell you I came up with the last name? <laughs> Clark. Clark. As in Mont Clark. Clarks. Okay. So, old family. Yeah. As old as this town gets for family. Yeah. But not like, we haven't been here since the hills. <laughs> so you're not you're not a strong Scotch-Irish family that... Correct. Yeah. But we, we were one of the founding families of the town. We're the government people. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's some revelations there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're out for revenge. Out for revenge. On whom? On them. Yeah, on them. But um, them over there. Family on the other side of the bridge. Oh, the McCoys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeremy. Silas. Yes. What is something that that has gotten you into trouble before? Well, I get into a lot of fights. So you kind of think with your fists? S- sort of, yeah. I'd say more, more so not thinking with the fists, but interjecting with fists in order to take the attention off of okay. somebody else. So that's actually a great way of putting a trouble aspect. I interject with my fists. Okay, yeah. I like that, actually, quite a bit. All right, Jeff, have we already done your trouble? No. No. Tell mm. me about your trouble. Because you're the popular guy. Obviously, yeah. you have no trouble. None whatsoever. None. 
What's your family life like? Terrible. Probably. It's mama's boy. Ooh. I like that. You like you like being a mama's boy as yeah. your as your trouble aspect. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. So now we've done our high concept. We've done our trouble. Uh, now it's time to compose another aspect. Think of something really important or interesting about your character. Are they the strongest person in their hometown? Do they carry a mighty sword through history? Both. Do they talk too much or are they filthy rich? You know, just ideas. One other aspect? One other aspect. Um, as we go through the story, there might be things that come out that you're like, ooh, that's a great idea, and then you can add that as an aspect okay. uh, later on. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your relationship with this hillbilly? Because that could be a problem if you're from an old, from oh, a, yeah, a more established yeah, family. We don't get along. Yeah, I would agree. We don't get along. Not long. From my part, I mean, I just expect you to do, you know, follow the law, pay your taxes, be a decent law-abiding citizen. Yeah, I I don't have any problem with the hillbillies as long as they just actually more less hillbilly-ish. I'm the kid that has the rifle <laughs> of the truck, so. I'd imagine we all do. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's Eastern Tennessee. <laughs> we all do. It's probably. <laughs> Let's be real. It's like well connected would be an aspect. It could be, yes. Yeah, that's my aspect. Well connected. Trout King win all the fishing competitions. Uh, that's the one sport you appreciate if uh-huh. the school offers. Do you participate in it as a sport? Uh, like when, when there are... Well, when there's competitions, yeah. Specifically competitions, but not... Not as part of a team or anything like yeah. that, no. Yeah. I just got to prove I'm better than you. I want to say something like uh, Silas is very athletic, but doesn't play any sports. Athletic, but not... Um... Not a team player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not, an aspect. Not a, not a team player. Yeah. Okay. Because it's both literal and figurative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barry, uh, it's time for your, your third aspect. Your third and final aspect. I keep wanting to, to say musician, but... That's perfectly fun. Like, if if that's your that's one of your secret... Actually, that'd be very good. So what instrument do you play? <laughs> I'm picturing... <laughs> His uh, character is Roy Stalin from Better Off Dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with the Dobro. The Dobro? Yeah. Yeah. Good steel guitar. There's some resonator going mm-hmm. action going on. Do you play mostly slide like Open D or? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So at this point, now we're going to go ahead and switch over for your fate points. That's the box over on your Uno. right side of your page. Go ahead and write a big old one. It's a horror game. Current so. fate points. Yep. So fate accelerated handles things a little bit differently um, in in terms of doing things. Instead of having a skill list, they have an approaches list. Think of these as adjectives to describe how you're doing something. I sneak forcefully. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how you sneak. No, I mean like you, like so. Let's say it's it's the way that you approach a problem. Like if you're going to try and break a lock, you can forcefully break a lock. 
Right. If you're going to try and open the lock smoothly, you can try and do it sneaky. If you've got all the time in the world, you can be careful and everything like that. But not everybody does things in equal measures. Correct. And that's where the numbers come in. So you're going to assign the following numbers to your approaches. You're going to have one number at good, which is plus three. Two numbers at fair, which is a plus two. You're going to have two at average, which is plus one. And then one at mediocre, which is zero. So the, the, the way that the dice work in this is that you have some dice with blank sides. Oh, you have four dice. Two of the faces on the dice are blank. Two have plus signs and two have minus signs. So every time you, you're, you go to do something, say you're going to go ahead and be clever. Johnny, what's your clever? My clever is zero. So Mediocre. You, yes. So you would grab your four dice and you would roll it. Hey, look, I got zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's say oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so here's it's better than negative. When you look over on the other side, you have something called the ladder, yeah. and the ladder is your descriptors going from oh. minus two all the way up to plus eight. So you had a mediocre roll, yes, which is perfectly fine in a lot of situations. Some like a rule of thumb that they give fate GMs is. Ask what your what the character's approach number is or approach adjective is, and then base it plus two up the ladder from that. So, for example, if you had a if you were trying to do something cleverly, and I knew you had a zero in it, I would probably set the difficulty at plus two. It's a good rule of thumb that uh, I find works really well. Let's go ahead, Aaron. Let's say that uh, what what uh, what do you have as at a plus three? My plus three is forceful. Forceful. Let's say you're doing something forceful. Surprised. Let's say you, let's say you're doing something forcefully. Okay, like sneaking. No. <laughs> let's say that you're trying to smash the bejesus out of some other football player. Sneakily. No. <laughs> yeah, sneakily. I would imagine that would be something that you would do forcefully. Let's say you're doing something okay. forcefully. Yes, I, I sneakily try to bash Jesus out of the football player. Yes. Go ahead and grab your dice. And roll those. Okay, you so you it. have one plus. Yes. And yeah. so you take your, your one plus on your die. Plus your forceful. And your forceful to coat. Uh, so you have plus four. Number. So I got so plus, four. plus four. So a lot of times that would succeed. Great. Let's say that you succeed two over the, the target, target number. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you succeed two over your target number, that is called succeeding with style. Um, and you get to create an aspect in the situation. So like, you, you know how you have these? You can create that for environments. You can create that for like a physical location or the, the situation. Like say, for example, uh, you want to create uh, an aspect of winded for the guy that you smash into on the football field. Then he has, there's a temporary aspect. And you can use that aspect to gain more points. Because you can use your fate points, you can say, I'm going to use a fate point to get another plus two on his aspect. Because your aspect, um, basically aspects are the meat and potatoes of the game. Okay. And your fate point allows you to do things with aspects. Okay, perfect. So there are a couple different things that you can do. You can attack, you can defend, 
you can try and create an advantage when you're trying to create an, an aspect by just rolling. If you succeed on, with style with that, then you create or discover the aspect and you get two free invocations on it. So without spending any fate points, you can say, oh, I'm going to use this to get a plus two. If you try to overcome an obstacle, you can succeed on style with that. And So let's say, uh, just so I'm tracking this, this properly, uh, let's say I'm forcefully trying to break a lock. Okay. Uh, and I succeed with style. I could also say, you know, in the room that we're getting into is actually one of the places I have stored something. Your drugs. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I that mean, is, that, that is something you could do, yes. Okay. It's almost like uh, setting the narrative or guiding the narrative. Correct. Yeah. You haven't played inspectors yet. No. It's very similar to, like, when you, when you get a, a six in inspectors and you can say pretty much whatever happens in the scene. But no, I, I get the idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have one last thing to do uh, before character creation is done, and that is creating a stunt. Now, stunts are basically like your special moves in a video game. So a stunt is a special trait that changes the way you, your, an approach works for your character. Generally, stunts give you a bonus, almost always a plus two, to, cert to a certain ap approach when used in a particular action under specific circumstances. So stunts are set up this way. Because I am a smooth talker, I get a plus two when I sneakily create advantages when I'm in conversations with somebody. Okay. Or you can try and do something that's very, very powerful. So for example, uh, because I am quick on the draw, once per game session, I can choose to go first in a physical conflict. Because I have such large, mu large muscles... Once per game session, I can lift anything once. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> That's what I well, said. Yeah. That's exactly what I just blessed off on it. We all heard it. School. I mean, anything you cannot... Look, because because you are a well-muscled football player, because that's tagging into your, your football yeah. aspect, uh, because, because I, you spend a lot of time working out, however you want to say it, you can throw once, any person. Once per session, you can pick up an unusually large object. Could be a rodent. Doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah. So it's a once per session. That's a once per session thing. Kind of thing. Okay. Or if you want to say, because I'm a well-muscled football player, I gain a plus two when I forcefully try to pick up cars. You know, as an example of something. Okay, so it can be a once per session, or it can be a plus. So I could two. do a plus two anytime I forcefully move an object. Yes. Does the object have to be defined? No. In that instance, not necessarily. Like if, if it's like brute force, be me lifting something. Because you're trying to overcome, you're, you're trying to overcome an obstacle. So, like for example, because I am a lover of puzzles. I get a plus two when I cleverly overcome obstacles. So, for mine, I'm going to put, because I'm a hillbilly and proud of it, I'm a dead shot on my own property. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because that specifically tells you where, yeah. because you have the knowledge of the area. Yes. And so that would probably give, like, from a mechanical perspective, a plus, plus two yeah. on shooting something. Yeah. So, here's my... My thought process on this. Because I interject with my fists, I get a plus two whenever I try to forcefully 
knock somebody to the ground. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. Alright. How about this? Because of my dexterity, I get plus two to quickness to be first in the fight. Perfect. You guys are going to be punching a lot of things, apparently. Yeah, well, I think we're a very, very physical group. Yes, we are. Which works well for the story I have planned. Okay, good. <laughs> In that it works not at all. <laughs> Solving puzzles, yes. <laughs> we're going to punch our way through this. Oh, it's a maze? <laughs> we'll just knock down the walls. <laughs> yep. Turn yourself into uh, what, what? What was that X Men's name who could uh, turn the in? Juggernaut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. That was the one yeah. I was thinking of. I think we're going to go ahead now that we've got our characters created. We're going to go ahead and stop there uh, for this session. But thank you very much for listening. Join us next time when the fun starts. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.